Happy in the Sabbath. Room. Happy Sabbath. Sabbath. Happy Sabbath, people listening. Uh, this is Central Point. Welcome, welcome. I am Shreen. My name is Khalid. My name is Kashan. I'm Safira. And yeah, we're going to discuss God now versus God then. Or is it versus? First impressions of God and our journey with him. So I actually have a question, actually. I want to know something. Do you guys actually remember when God became real as a kid or at some point where you're like, yo, God exists? Yeah, I remember. Tell me. All right, so, I mean, I knew from a background from Islam, I already knew, believed that God existed. But the turning point when I wanted to uh, give my life to Jesus, just a disclaimer, I wasn't, because there's different variations of, 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 of how people um, move based on their conviction in any religious perspective. Yeah. For example, you have hardcore Christians, you have, you have normal Christians, well, where I say, no, well, yeah, normal Christians. <laughs> Listen, let's, let's be real. There's, there's fanatics in everything. Mm-hmm. There's, there's those who are serious, those who are genuine. And I guess me and Islam, it was more to do with, I didn't really pray five times a day. But for me, I was just convinced that Allah's the way, you know, um, you can't be saved from a man. Do you know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's it. He, he's the way. You follow him. You just keep it simple. Do you know what I'm saying? But I think the transition was, well, part of it was me understanding salvation and how is God going to save from your sins? Now, Christians also believe that man cannot become God, but we also, be- but we also believe that God can will himself into a man to do an act that's going to provide a way to save man from their sins, which that in itself is a mystery. And I can't explain that. Wait, 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 the question was about God now versus God then, isn't it? <laughs> okay, you know, well, I, I, wanna... I posed the question about, like, what, that moment where you're like, yo, God's real. Yeah, that's it. I'm, no. And you said, God's always, God, I've always known, what do you say? Something like, God's always been real. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I'm like, ooh, snap. Okay. Yeah, that's it, that's it. But I just remember speaking to, um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say his name, but I spoke to someone who, who was looking after me when I started going to church. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what, yeah, I want to get baptised. I really do want to get baptised. And I remember standing at the baptism pool saying, listen, God, I don't know everything. I don't understand why people act saying Jesus' name um, and then ask for the prayer. Mm. But I know enough that I'm going to find more about you. And that's yeah. it. That's, that's it. I had a similar, had a, a similar mindset. It's like, my eureka moment was, well, well, been in the church all my life. I'm not going to lie. I'll be very honest to everyone on here. Um, my younger years of my life, I was literally just a passenger. I won't lie, just keeping the seats warm. Mm. I'll be so real. Mm. It's only until I started having Bible studies. I've had Bible studies multiple occasions, but my, my mind and my heart wasn't, I wasn't really fully for it. Henceforth, I don't think I got anything out of it. Mm. And it was only when I started having them in around 2020, um, I just felt like, like, yo, like, yeah, like this life that God wants to live, wants me to live will be way better for me. And it's only when I started to come to him and I started to walk and talk with him more, I realised that certain things I've been trying to stop myself for years, I couldn't stop. Mm. And it's only when I started to walk with God, like, they just started to disappear. And I was just like, it's of no coincidence that I've done it within myself, my own will. And it's from then I knew, like, yeah, God's real still. Because I could see where I was before and where I was, where I was, where I was coming from and where I was going to. 
And that's what made me know, like, yeah, God's definitely, definitely real still mm-hmm. for me. This is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, mine's so childish. What's yours? Like, <laughs> mine's so childish, like, because I feel like this is all, like, deep, like, Isn't for it? me. Yeah. I, was, I was, like, 10, maybe, like, 10 or 11. I was in primary school. And um, <clears throat> you, you know that, car, that cartoon film, Anastasia? Mm. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, send me a sign, a thing, anything. And then she's like, oh, great, a dog wants me to go to St. Petersburg, right? So I was in my bedroom. I was sitting on my windowsill, looking out. And it was like, I tell you, it was a gorgeous day. I don't know what the date was. I mean, I'm not remembering those details. But it was clear blue sky, really still, <laughs> really bright sun. And I literally was like, God, if you're real, <laughs> send me a sign. <laughs> and anything. And then I kid you not, the strongest wind blew across like my window screen. It was like a screen. Mm. Blew really hard. The trees were bent over. And then it went completely still all over again. I literally screamed, ran down the stairs, was like, Mom, God's real. Legit. That was when yeah. I started to get excited about this thing called God for, my, for myself, yeah, yeah for myself. But that's not even childish, that's imaginal. Like, <laughs> mine is similar to that, so I used to get dreams Amen. of things that then happened, mm. and I was just like, whoa, am I the next LNG wife? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> no, but, like, when I was young, I was, like, I think, like, 10 or something, and I used to always wake up and I'm thinking, did this not already happen? Mm. but it was actually my dream and it was actually God talking to me through my dreams mm. and he still does it like to this day and that's when I was like thanks for talking to me God like I see what you're doing you know, just mm. just knowing him like without even having like the bible there to like explain him too yeah. tough yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. like I feel like that's what God is then to me is like sort of that because he still he still is that to me to be fair I pray for that child or just to keep me Beaming when you see children play or get excited over the smallest things, you're like, that that is what it's about. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So with that, for me, I feel like you said you were raised in the church, Kashan. Mm-hmm. I think you Islam different upbringing. You were raised in the church. Yeah. I wasn't actually in the church building. Um, we didn't go to church, but my dad and mum are so Adventist. So it was all a, sort of this like, God is real. You know, Sabbath is a thing. We don't eat pork. <laughs> But, yeah. but there was no, <laughs> I wasn't in a building. I didn't have church friends like that. It wasn't a real, ex, it wasn't a real experience or I wasn't a passenger with that. I was, was kind of like a, just a passenger in my house with these sort of notions. But one thing that was very clear in my house in regards to God was prayer. My first experience with God was always prayer and that God answers prayer just because my, we always prayed over my mom. So from mm-hmm. a young age, I was watching my dad pray over my mom. And from a young age, dad included us in that. Every time mm. he didn't shut the door, it was never this weird thing where dad would shut the door and like cover mom's illness. It was the door was always open and he'd always have us get out the Bible, read Psalm 23. So we would read sitting on the floor. He's holding mom, he's praying, and we're like in that space. So for us, God was sort of this daddy prays and then mommy's okay. Yeah. And I think that's what made me go to the window because it's like, Daddy talks to you, but I don't, I don't talk to you. Yeah. So are you real? And then he gave me the wind. I'm like, oh my God, you're real. I can talk to you too sort mm-hmm. of thing. And it, it kind of went from there for me. And the only time I actually started to see, well, see God, when I actually started to search for him myself, because there's a scripture that says like, 
Um, he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And when I started to seek him, mm. and I started, to, I started to use that blessing to him. Like that's how that's how I work with God. Like I, like you say this, so then like I, I need to I need to see it happen. Amen. So I did it, <laughs> and then I started to then I started to see him for my started to see him for myself, man. Because I feel like conviction is it's a good thing, but it's like how you act upon that conviction, yeah, which is very important, I think, in order to be able to even grow. Because you can just be convicted and you might just leave it there, man. And you're not going to grow. So, yeah, that's how it works for me, man. Crazy, man. But I think the beauty about what you just said, though, is that like, you read your Bible and you're like, okay, you said this. So, uh, <clears throat> you, you want to show me that, how this is? And I feel like my relationship with God is I talk to God that way. I, I love God. I, mean, I reverence God. I'm like, you are divine. You are above. Also, you're my father. <laughs> mm. In heaven. And I have to talk to you about this thing right here. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, <clears throat> So what about this? And I, I feel when you can have a conversations with God, he, he most of my conversations, he's rebuking me the most of the time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We'll go backwards and forwards. And, and I'm always going to lose. And it's great. Because mm. I, I do want to lose. I'm just, I'm yeah. just moaning or I'm just being <laughs> cheeky or whatever. Yeah. But God always responds. And he puts me in a place of peace after I've had my little rant and gone through the scriptures. And it's nice. I think that takes me nicely onto like the next point I had in, in mind. Like For me personally, um, I feel... I would say I don't know about everyone else, but I used to see God in a, I well yeah I'd say I'd say I'd say I used to see him in the wrong way, like obviously in church you've been taught like yeah reverence, go on your knees and pray. So I was all I was always Some under the impression that well. yeah I was always under the impression like yeah I've got a, yeah I've got to go on my knees and pray and you see people go up in church do these long prayers. Mm-hmm. I even like I was victim to it like when I was when I used to go up in junior Sabbath school I thought yeah let me just pray for the people. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like when you hear the amens and that after, I was thinking, yeah, let's just go and do that. <laughs> and then, like, it's only until I started to realise, like, learn more about it. Like, you can just speak to him as a yeah. friend, man. And it's only from there I started to, like, yeah, grow. Because you don't see him in a, like, a, a kind of strict role just there. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's literally with you, like. So, yeah, that's how, that's when I, I yeah. experienced growth as well, man. Yeah, 100%. I think that was my, like, first impression as well. So, obviously, growing up in the church, you're at church like mm-hmm. every week um, and you have like if you've got adventures or pathfinders for those who don't know it's like a scout like organization where you go and do things about god but then also build and pitch tents and things like that um it so it, it was very <laughs> much like churchy mm-hmm. um and then like as as kashan said there's those long prayers and then the reverence and the like atmosphere of church mm. and my impression of God was, well, I don't understand really why I have to say the things that you already know. Like, yeah. why am I saying like, you already know, so why do I have to say that? Say so for me, like I could never do a long prayer. And like when I was younger, if people asked me to do prayers, I'd be like, please don't ask me, please don't ask me. But I'd say the same thing. Like, I'd rehearse a prayer in my head and say, that's what I'm going to say. Because I couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't stand up there and, like, kind of, like, be fake, I guess. Because that's not how I speak to God. Mm-hmm. But then how I speak to God, I can't really speak in front of people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I never, if someone asked me to pray, I'm just like, that's not really my bag. <laughs> There's a difference between, like, talking to God, but then praying in a yeah. big setting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's not my bag, clearly. But 
that's also <laughs> why <laughs> that's also <laughs> I think kind of shaped me in a way because I will just have frank conversations with God and that is how my relationship has built and that's how I feel closest to him and real to him. Like the other day I was telling you, mm-hmm. there's some things that, you know, sometimes you just don't want to do, like some roles in church, for example. And I was telling Shireen this the other day. Um, was it Shireen? Some, I was telling somebody and they said, oh, nice to see that you're doing this role in church and da 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 And I was just like, yeah, yeah. But it's only because God, God said I had to do it. And they were like, oh, really? I was like, yeah, I don't want to be Jonah, you know, in the belly of the whale. No, because God will actually put me in the belly of the whale. Yeah. Like, 100%. And no, God has jokes with me, so he will actually do that. So, like, and that's the thing. Like, I actually had that conversation with God. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, God, I will do it because I'm not being Jonah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I think that's what connected me more and I think that's why my first impression mm. has like had a lasting impression with me now. From there I feel like it's because I don't know how you used to think more. I used to think that God was like all the way I used to think that he was ever like far away in mm. it but like he's actually literally right with you. And I think once you realise how close he is to you, you just start to speak to him more. You don't see him as just like a, a distant person that I just have to speak to in my morning before I because with me I only usually pray in the morning my grace before I had my dinner and then at night really I didn't really commune with him in any other times in the day it was literally mm. just it was like a routine kind of thing like mm. prayer I mean morning dinner night and that's it but it's like after that I decided to just pray like oh not even pray like just just speak as as normal mm. like maybe if I'm on the walk on my way to school I might just just have, have a like yeah just set, set my plans to him for the day have a joke with him as you do, because as, as yeah. I said, it's on, you can only have that kind of sense of humour when you see him as a friend and not mm. as someone who's just far away. 100%. So yeah, it, that, that's what definitely helped me as well. And you just start to speak to him more as well, which is a good thing. Yeah, when you see him, yeah, like I said, friend, it's, I, when he says friend, I'm thinking, uh, see him as, a, as someone in a practical sense. Mm. More practical you see him, the closer, you, you realise how close you are and you are with him in the first place, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Know. When you're, like, very comfortable, like, in the presence of God, like, getting into that space with God and just, like, being yourself and knowing that you're talking to someone who loves you. And, like, I don't know, like, from, from, like when I'm talking to God and I, I, I just love that time, whether, whether it's my morning devotional or during the day, I'm just glad I can be, like, Yo, I'm actually connected to the creator of the universe. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. It's, well, it's, it's mad why, so, Joe. Like, we are friends yeah. <clears throat> who spoke <laughs> this, not, not these walls, but outside, past these walls and you go past the window, the trees. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That breeze that hits your face. We, we speak to, yeah. to the, the power source that, that... Of life itself. My God. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> You know, you know what's interesting? It's like, you know the Lord's Prayer, is it our Father, which art in heaven? Mm-hmm. Don't you think it's interesting how, because obviously Jesus, want, want, obviously he's the one that's actually teaching his disciples how to pray. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he says, listen, yeah, when, you, when you're addressing the heavenly, when you're addressing God, God Almighty, just call him, don't call him your highness, don't call him your majesty, mm-hmm. call him dad. Mm-hmm. It's like, but why though? 
why do you want me to call the king of kings, the one who can create things, yeah, dad? And there's somewhere in the scripture that mentions about, same way how God um, relates to us, the same way how, how the father in general pities his son in the sense where he relates to him mm. and is more compassionate and just wants to be more understanding mm. itself. You know, I got it from a, what was it? It's like a Bible study called The Privilege of Prayer. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very good. It's so deep, man. Because it, it addresses the issues of God answering the issues of your heart. Mm. And it's similar to how, you know, like when the guy, what was it? The man, obviously you can tell by, by me giving examples, it's been ages since I've read my Bible. <laughs> but anywho. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there's a guy where um, he's possessed by demons. Mm. And the bit where Jesus cast the demons out from him yeah. to the the pig swines. Yeah. Now the deep thing about this is this: yeah, is that he's possessed. But when he, but it says also when he saw Jesus, he ran to him. Yeah. Now, as I recall, this guy. But when he but here's the deep thing about it: when he came to Jesus, he, he did. Was it him that spoke, or was it the demons that spoke? The demons. Exactly. Now, before he, before when he was being possessed, yeah, mm -hmm. to be possessed means that you don't have control over the situation. Mm -hmm. Now, last time I checked, legion is something that we have like six thousand or three thousand demons in you wrestling. <laughs> so he had he had six to three thousand three thousand demons wrestling within his body. But when he saw Jesus, yeah, all of a sudden, he had strength to come to Jesus mm -hmm. because. Set the, listen, demons won't go to the enemy and just say, please do not taunt me. They'll just normally run away, won't they? That's true. Like, you, full on, like, overpowered all those demons inside of him you know what I'm to Jesus. Now, right. but, no, but here's, the, here's, here's another deep part about it. God, I think that God answered his prayer when he ran to him, because, but even though he didn't say anything. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And while he was there... When it, man was about to say something, but he couldn't say anything. Yeah. But God was answering what was in his heart already. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And that's and that itself is is an illustration of how um, God um, interacts, where He just wants you to hear the issues of your heart, even though He knows what the issues of your heart is. Mm. Because some reason, when it comes to just saying what's on your mind, um, it just does something to your character. Mm. It just does something to you, you know. It's very therapeutic, man. Literally, yeah. like, and 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 practicality is in therapeutic could be like, you know, yeah, this is guy yeah, at work, yeah, he's been annoying, and I'm tempted though to hit him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I really need your help. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Now, I'm not. I I know that I'm not a perfect man. Only you are. But I'm just trying to be a good man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Help me stand straight now. Mm. And that, and it's things like that where. I feel that we're not honest with each other. I'm not saying that every Christian has issues wanting to hit knock somebody out. Yeah. But I'm just saying is in like we just God just wants us to be honest in what He already 100%. knows. Yeah. Like yeah. why you don't lie to Him? Yeah, because I've definitely been in meetings you and I'm, like I've definitely been in meetings and I've muted myself. I'm like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, man. Whoa, <laughs> Jesus, please. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. to me last week. In fact, twice actually in the space of two days. This is just oh. like two weeks after I got baptized. I was on the bus to school um, and the normal bus stop that I get off, it was like, there was some roadworks or something there. 
So I asked the, I just came downstairs before we got to the stop. I went to the driver like, um, can you, can you like, what's gonna happen with the stop? Because mm. like, obviously the next stop, I would have had to walk another like five minutes to school. It's not that much in hindsight, but it's just inconvenient. <laughs> yeah. So. Because you not trying to walk. No, I was late. I was actually late at that point as well. So I had to try and be as early as I could, and um, he just blanked me. So I thought, I thought maybe he didn't hear me. So I asked him again. Blank me again, and it's, I just had, I just had to like speak to them like I just had to think like what would you just do in this situation? I just had to bite my tongue and just walk off and I just said just have a good day in it. Even little things like that, it's the spirit moving within me to be to be like that. So only when I realized how weak I was within myself, I started to grow. I just, I just started to rely on Jesus more, <clears throat> started to speak to him more, and just and ask and just ask more. And then yeah, I just started mm. to get closer, man. But even like little things like that where you just got bite your tongue and yeah. just like say yeah man just gotta yeah. move on man because like we've got to realize that god is the same like he's been the same god since the beginning mm. and he will be forever um so it's us that has the ability to change our relationship with him so if we want to be stronger and have a closer relationship it's us that needs to open our hearts or like step forward to do that because if not like god's always been there god's always been doing mad things like like god is amazing do you know what i mean so if he, if we want to have some of that like there's nothing stopping us like we need to actually go to god and be like jesus i want some of that pie like honestly, honestly do you know what i mean so could you argue that um because i feel like i probably put myself in this position like sometimes you when you read through the books of the Bible, you see how God talked to Abraham, talked to Moses. They could actually see him, he was with them. And like where we are now, do you ever like kind of just see, think oh, like, yeah, maybe it can't be the same as that? Nah, nah. because like, nah. Sh like Shireen said that God just put someone like, move, move the trees, bent exactly. the trees. Do you know bent what I mean? <laughs> like that is the same as parting the Red Sea. Like mm. that's mad. Do you know what I mean? And me, me having the dreams, I think that's mad too. Yeah, so no. I think we just need to see it in like the world that we're in now. That's yeah. it. Amen. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like, with, um, when we were just talking about conviction, God only just acts to whatever will help you get convicted in knowing that he's near. Because mm -hmm. the miracle is, it's, it's like, you know when you say about, oh, that's so deep, how... Um, Abraham and the rest of the man <laughs> were able to commune with God on a on a, a level. Um, I feel that the way God communicates to people back then is like I said, it's no different. That yeah, the miracle is creating people clean hearts. That's that's the actual miracle itself. Mm -hmm. It's not the way it's done. I think it's just the result itself. You know what I'm saying? Because, for example, when I com got convicted um, that Jesus is real, my saviour, part of it was was the fact of um, understanding about black history. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. There's many factors, but to you, it's it's something else. Like with Shireen, what Sabir said, mm. it's the wind. Do you know what I mean? It's its, it's own journey. Yeah, that's actually deep, you know, like what you just said. I feel like everyone just needs to hear it again. Press pause, rewind. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, because, like Kylie just said, the miracle is actually having your heart transformed. That's the miracle. 
how that is then transformed can be anything, can be any different way. Yeah, 100%. But personal. It still gets the same end result, a clean heart. Exactly. Yeah. That's the that's the miracle in it. it so is. it doesn't matter how like okay, you might be looking at someone else thinking, oh, why do they get that big miracle and that mm. big show? Mm. Why why are you bothered? I feel that <clears throat> people like judge their lives so much when they look at the Bible, like, oh yeah, God they parted the sea, man, like People were healed by shadows, all of that, like, mm. we don't have power no more, there's no miracles no more, and that makes me sad. Mm. I'm just like, are you, are you kidding me? You, you, you are missing that miracle, which is you. Mm. We're talking about the flesh and the spirit. It's, it's like all in one, it does not mix. Mm. You are flesh until you have God, you know? You are flesh until God comes in and does a work. So the fact that we are we're here at this table wanting to talk about God, a relationship with him, be be like have smiles on our face from a genuine relationship with God yeah. is a miracle in itself yeah. because that's the work he's been doing in us. And I just yeah. it it's just it's mad to like it's wild to me like when I think about how good God is in just keeping me with mm. him, like the, the choices I made in life and stuff like that. Like straight up actually this might be a bit too much, I don't know. I might cut it out, I might cut it out, <laughs> but I'm gonna talk about it anyway. Like me being a virgin in it. They're like, you're 30 years old. How are you a virgin? I'm like, mm. how good do you think I am? Mm. Legitimately, yeah. how good do you think Shireen is, really? Because mm. that's not me. There was no way it was ever going to be me. And God convicted me on that young. And he needed to, because <laughs> Shireen Walker needed that kind of work. Do you know what I mean? Like, the weakness in me. The weakness in me. God, God knows what he has to do in order to just keep that part of our, I guess, our covenant, our relationship. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To keep that real, like, because I can't, I can't do that by myself and I'm in constant awe of God at the state that I'm in. Mm -hmm. yeah. I feel that still, I, I like what you said there because, and I tried to do a similar thing myself because one of my problems that I used to have, as we all have, I wanted to be like secular music, certain music I wouldn't listen to, would listen to, I just know wouldn't um, build my spiritual life or maybe bring it down. And when I tell my friends that like, I don't listen to it anymore, like, they, they, they struggle to believe. Like, even my friend, my cousin the other day, she's like, he said you couldn't do something. And obviously, I, I was in the, I can, I can emphasize with them more because I was in a similar mindset myself. Like, when it came to baptism, like, I need to, I need to start doing this before I can come to church. I need to start doing this before I can come to God. And it's only when you realize that he's the one who actually, like, makes you will to do with his good pleasure. And the amazing thing is you actually don't have to do any much thing in it at all, you know. You actually don't have to do anything. He's the one who changes your mind just to want to do forward. these things. Mm. That's what he wants you to do. Just take that step forward. And he's all he's saying is, come here, I'll do the rest for you. And that's and that's and that's why I just, yeah, I'm just in awe, really. He mm. does every he does he, he does the hard thing for you, really. There's not okay. much hard in it. I've got a question then. Mm. So, like, how would you describe God in one word? Like, what would you use to describe God in one word? You go on then. Go on then. Mystery. Mystery. Mm. That's it, it. It is a word that. And it's not, I know it's in the Bible, but it, it, that's it. Yeah. Uh, for me, for me. Because I can't, how can you explain that? The, and the Bible is the truth, isn't it? So when, when it says, great is the mystery, it's not just, yeah. you know, godliness is a mystery. No, <laughs> great, great is the mystery, is mystery <laughs> of godliness. You, you gotta just bow down. Incomprehensible. I don't know how you say the word, but you, mm. I just can't. I can't comprehend it. Yeah, that's you can't. I feel like there's not so a word in my language. Like okay. Well, 
okay so we were just talking about like god being real to us okay and god being our friend mm. so think about him as a friend like what characteristic or what personality trait like would you use to describe god like as your friend like god sitting next to you right now i'll be like yeah he's all right you know <laughs> that's it that's that's how i talk about my friends like he's all right man he's cool yeah, man 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 same from sins in it you know he, he, he does, <laughs> he does this and that yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. I mean, it helps with my issues, you know. Like he gave he, he gave me um, advice in how to cope with breakups. He creates environments for me to meet the desires of my heart. You know, like yeah. Oh yeah, just yeah, good good friend. Mm. No, I would, yeah. nah, he's more yeah. than a good friend to me, good man. Because <laughs> there's certain things I can't speak to people about, man. Like you just have to take it to God individually. Like I feel like I don't know, like. Obviously, your friends and family are always there, but sometimes you, you can actually feel alone even though you have them around, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's a lonely journey, man. Don't yeah, lie. It's far lonely. Your family's yeah. alone. You're, you've got your family, you've got your friends, but you can still feel alone, and then it's just that one. You just know you can always go to... You, like, you never feel alone with him, man. Even sometimes when you don't necessarily feel his presence. Because that was somewhere I, think I used to fall in the start of my journey. Because I got on, I was like... I started having... I was thinking... Like, I thought the Christianity was just going to be easier than this, you know, I'm just going to... Oh, I got on... Uh, yeah, I just got on, I was thinking, I'm just going to be happy every day, just going to yeah. be doing... And then some thoughts that come into my mind that I've never had before. Oh. Like, like, when you know, yeah, I was like... When it gets to summertime as well, mercy, man. Thinking, what? Days. Listen, I'm saying as a man. You guys know what I'm on about, man. Summertime, yeah. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I feel like... I, sorry, I'm going off. Go on, go on, continue. <laughs> I, I'm going to go off here afterwards. I'll, I'll tell you afterwards, but... Go on, continue, continue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was thinking, yeah, still, this is... This is not how I expected it to be at all. There's some things you, like, you just have to just go to God in prayer about. Like, obviously, you may tell your friends, but you might not go into it as much depth with them as you go into with God. Like, you just feel like it's something that maybe you guys need to to work on. Obviously, it says to confess your sins one to another, tell your friends and family certain things, but certain mm. things that you just, between you and God, if you know what I mean. So, back to my question. If you had his ad God here and he was your friend, like in, in the real person, like Jesus. Like was, you right here in front of me. Jesus was just sitting here, yeah. What, what would you do? What, what, what word would you use to describe him? Like for me, I find God hilarious. I find him funny above mm. everything. I think he's got jokes. He does have jokes. Like, it's, not, it's not even a lot. Like, no. He's like, got so much jokes. Sometimes you're going to think, oh, are you, are you actually, like, playing a practical prank? Because, like, that's actually funny. And then I can just be sitting there laughing, like, laughing, like, God, you're actually jokes. You're actually hilarious because I see what you did there. Mm. Like, what would you... For me... Me and God have jokes. Mm. That's how we are. And that's if he was sitting next to me now, I'd say, okay, yeah. He, I would use hilarious to describe him as a word. I feel like everyone's, everyone's relationship with him is different, even mm. though he's like the same person to everyone. Yeah. But you can see him in a different way, if you know what I mean, yeah. So you, as you said, you might describe him hilarious, you might describe him as just... My man in it. Yeah, my man. That's that's my brother in it. It's everyone just sees him in a di in a different way, and I guess it's good. I think it's good to see him in like such a um, way rather than see. Obviously, obviously, you said he's Lord of Lords, King of Kings, but to just bring him down to like your kind of understanding. Yeah, that's it. Like, I don't mean like we're, we're the same kind of level, not, but like it's, it's just bringing you closer to him. He's not. 
so it's high just... where it's not reachable at all. Mm. Like, so you, as you said, just bring it down to a friend level. I, th I think there's a beauty in that. I think there's a beauty in acknowledging and knowing how divine and how holy and how infinite some, something is, right? Yeah. The one is. And still be comfortable enough um, to have relationship and engage with them on a level because God knows us more than anyone else. You feel me? Yeah. So the one that knows every nook and cranny, every dark hidden space, every piece of trauma you want to put a, a wall up to, like Sean says, my house, I never thought I could think because God knows you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And when we give our lives to Christ, I mean, those that are baptized listening, those who are not baptized, but when you give your life to Christ, you're going to start... <laughs> You're gonna feel like you're the furthest away from God. <laughs> God, all of a sudden, like, oh my yeah. gosh, like, what happened? Mm. This was now you on a serious journey in the spirit. Mm. Now you are here. You've died. Well, you went down, died to flesh, and now the devil's actually harder. And God's like, hey, this is all that we're gonna work through. Mm. It's yeah. not because you were some phony. You weren't lying. None of that. But you. So part of yourself is protected from yourself. Yeah. Because if you knew all about yourself, trust me now, you wouldn't come to God. You'd probably, you'd probably stay in a room and overthink your whole entire life. God mm. loves you enough to cover yourself from yourself mm -hmm. and he'll bring parts of you forward at the right time when you are ready, when together to work on those things as you, as you move yeah. through your journey with him. And that, that's the kind of God we serve, a God that loves you, knows you, and will give you the time yeah, it's definitely a journey. You know, yeah, because I never, I wasn't at the point where I could have jokes with God at like the beginning of my journey. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I was really not at the point. Like, <laughs> God didn't give me that privilege to do that now. Um, but at the beginning, I think, I think I thought that, like, I just didn't understand. Like, I, I just didn't understand what was going on. I was questioning like god i don't understand why you're allowing these type of things to happen mm. like mm. i get the like history and the story like the bible behind it like the fact that there's other unfallen worlds and da -da -da -da, those type of things like i understand that we're like the example but <laughs> why am i on this world i don't understand why i have to go through this other people have to go through this. Why? Like, I don't get it. Mm. And then I think only when I just... Sometimes you just have to leave things and just let go, you know, let go of some things. Certain things you just never going to understand. Yeah, some things you're just going to have too. to just... It's okay. You're not going to understand some, yeah, some things. No, so no. sometimes you just have to let go. But um, it's Back only to the mystery, until... Isn't it? Back to... Yeah. Mm. But it's only until, like, I actually worked through that and said, well... I'm still alive. Like, if God didn't want me here, then I'd be dead. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be born in the first place. So there's a purpose and there's a reason. And there's only until, like, I work through that, then I can come to my, how I am with God now. But I think that'll probably change again because it's a whole journey with how, how you are. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I feel like it's interesting because, like, you were talking about going back then, like, why are we going through these things? Yeah. And then, like, for me, I don't, I don't know what it is. It's not even, because right now for me, the, the world is kind of, it's really dark. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? The, the world is, this was heavy, you know. And I don't know how people are functioning without God. In mm. all honesty, 
I'm only like okay and like functioning. You, my God. <laughs> but, but, but that's a good point. I feel like I feel like people are in touch with God. They just don't like fully understand him or they don't know that yeah or acknowledge him. I feel like yeah. it, it's 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 always him. Like even when you see like people like people have been married a long time, they don't really know much about the Bible. It's it's, it's ultimately God working through them with the spirit to be able to give them the truth that they need to know. And I feel like that's the only reason, that's the only reason why the world is where it is at this moment where people are managing. Mm. And but as you said, like people are not acknowledging that it's God or people might might just want God when things it's the harsh truth. People just want him when things are bad. And then when things are going all good, they just forget. forget. Which is the which is and that's the loving thing about him, even when you forget about him, he's still wants you to come. He still wants you, man. He's faithful in it. Mm. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. That is a crazy thing, but like, I feel like if something good happens, I'm always like, "Thank you, Jesus! Wow!" Like, do you know what I mean? I'm always same, just same. like, "Jesus, you did that. How did you do that?" Mm. Oh, obviously you got, but like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know but what I mean? Start doing that whole little dialogue we have while yeah. God, but still. <laughs> and like, even like, if I ask for like a specific sign, and like, as I was talking to you guys before, like, I always have to have some kind of lesson in patience which seems to be my hurdle. So yeah, I always right. have it. So I, I always have to wait for the answer, which um, stresses me out. But, you know, I'm, I acknowledge that about myself now. So thank you, Jesus, I see my flaws. But um, I have to wait for the answer. But once I got that sign and got that answer, oh, my days, I was literally falling off my bed. <laughs> and I was saying, Jesus, what is going on? I was in shock, like actual shock. Like, yeah. I don't know who God is. I was in actual shock. I was just like, what? What is actually happening? I was calling people. I was like, what is happening? Like, what? <laughs> like, like, new experience. This, like... this just happened. Like, God, I asked God for a sign, and he gave me a sign. I was telling people who don't even believe in God. I was like, yeah, I asked for God for a sign, and he gave me a sign, and this is what happened. Like, do you know what I mean? So sometimes you have to just wait, but then also he puts you in certain situations for you to then go and tell everyone else. What happened? Do you know what I mean? My nan's always told me I should tell it. Coincidentally, the day after I got baptised, I lost my phone. I was thinking, what's the matter? I was thinking, like, like God, I literally got baptised yesterday. How how could I lose my phone? It's not the fact that he made me lose my phone, because he, he, he wouldn't do that. No. It's more down to the fact I was praying, and I was thinking, oh, God, can you please help me find my phone right now? And, um, yeah, I wouldn't, I, was, I wouldn't say I was losing hope. I was just thinking, oh, yeah, I feel like the devil's just really trying to get at me since I got baptised yesterday. And I was thinking, how can such a bad thing happen literally the day after I got baptised? So I was searching for hours, maybe like two hours, maybe. I literally just came back from a football game. So I, was, I retraced back all my steps. I couldn't I couldn't find it still. I was upset. I won't even lie. I got in. <laughs> told my nan, to be fair, the first thing we did, we got down on our knees and we prayed. But this time, see, I was kind of apprehensive. I was thinking, oh, it's my fault that I've lost my phone. God's not necessarily gonna help me find it because it was my it was my fault in it. Mm. So we prayed. I had to sleep it off. Still had to sleep for like what? four hours. Oh, just what, what's on your phone? That's so special. <laughs> no, no, it was. <laughs> no, it was. No, it was. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, it was. <laughs> I had some I had some photos taken on the previous day of my baptism. And I was meant to send it out to people. I didn't get to send it oh, out. Oh, okay. So I, was okay. Like, I brought that. I was like, God, like, I got these pictures. I didn't even get to send them out. Like, please. And obviously, I'm. I just need my phone. <laughs> if you guys could phone. see him right now, the whole body language—it's like, great. I just need my phone, man. It's, it's just got like, I don't know, it's got everything on there that I need. Really, just 
the WhatsApp, the WhatsApp group chats and everything. So I felt a bit lost, man. There's just whenever I'm going through, whenever I'm going through a bad thing, I always get a, a song like "I'll Praise You for the for the Good and Bad," and I just sang it and I just mm. came on the show. I just, I just felt, I just felt happy. I was thinking, there's no way I can feel happy after losing my phone like that. Then yeah, so I felt good. Then I went to do some other things. I was starting to think like, how, what am I gonna, like, how am I gonna get a new phone? Didn't have it insured. All of this. <laughs> All the thoughts that's come out from my mind again. Called the police, like, yeah, I lost my phone, I think it's been stolen. <laughs> and then. Um, I'm like, he lost his car. Yeah, bro. <laughs> 20 it's grand. Story. It means a lot. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> nah, do you know what it is? Well, iPhones are fairly expensive these days, they and are, I paid yeah. it for my own money in it, so I really, I really felt it still. That, you know what? That I felt it. Story. I felt it still. I was thinking, oh, no way. Well, that money's gone down the drain, and then I told my mum. Um, called her still, was like, yeah, I lost my phone, you know, can't really, can't really do anything. Like, even then, like, it had my card and my card details and everything on, mm. and I had to drop my sister to the nursery and all of these, so I was thinking, ah, it's just going to mess up everything. And then I prayed, um, went down on my knees and prayed, I was like, God, yeah, obviously, I don't necessarily deserve to find my phone, because I think I've lost it on my own accord. And I was like, I just pray that you can put it into the hands of someone that will look after it, look after it for me. Mm. And then... Told my mum, yeah, she was like, she'll have a check after she finished work because the place was on the way back. So yeah, I was like, oh, okay, cool, like I've lost it now, so I just got on with it. And then my mum knocked on the door, it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing here? Like, because I was staying at my nan's at the time, so I was thinking, what are you doing here at this time? Like, if it was lost, you would have just went home. And then she was like, have you heard anything on your phone? I was like, nah. And then I just swear I pull her phone out of the pocket. I was like, no. <laughs> and it's the same. It's like, I was just like, no way, God, no way did you do that for me. I didn't deserve it at all. And I was just like, I, I couldn't believe, I was speak, I was speechless. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it, man. And before I'd probably say, oh yeah, that was good luck. But like, I was like, nah, mm, no nah. way, that was good, that was God. And as nah, you said, I was quick hard. to go and tell my friends, I was like, yo, guys, I got my phone back, you know. They're like, oh, you're lucky, you know, bro. I had to say, I had to text my yeah. brother. It wasn't lucky, though. I won't, I won't lie to you. It was not lucky. It was only through God that he put the phone into someone's hand for me to keep it. And the worst thing is, I turned off. I turned off my. I blocked my SIM so nobody could call through in it. Yeah. And even that made me think like, how did, how on earth did he manage to get it back to me regardless? Yeah. The, the guy, luckily, well not luckily, um, <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, um, God must have been moving on the guy's heart and he was calling like I had some notifications on my phone from people so he was trying to call back these people but my phone was blocked. Yeah. So I couldn't even get it back and even that is like, I had no right to get it back with it being blocked. And God still brought it back to me, and I was just mm. like, nah, it's, it's amazing. Well, see, still. you can use those testimonies, because you know how you were just saying, like, there's nothing big that happened, but that was big for you, do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So mm -hmm. you can use those testimonies, and that can literally touch anybody. Mm. It's like I remember one time, mm. we were in church, and we had some, um, it was the afternoon service, and I remember in the testimony, someone got up, an older person, and was saying, <laughs> no, because I found it hilarious, but you know what, I, I understand it. Got up, something about their television broken. Like, my television's broken, da da da. But then one day it worked and da da da. Praise <laughs> the Lord. And do you know what? It was funny, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? You need to praise God with everything. Nothing's too yeah, small yeah. and nothing's too big. Do you know what I mean? Even with the littlest problem you have, like, just go to, even if it's like, maybe I can't pass my drive, I can't pass my drive into it's like, Lord, please help me to pass. And, and you'll be surprised what you can do, like, with me, I was. It just goes to the full, the false pretense I had. Like, oh yeah, God's probably only gonna help me for big things. Like maybe if someone in my family's ill, then I'll go down in prayer. 
if I want to pass, but then I was thinking like just some, just something, just something little like our oh, Lord just help me to do well in my school test. Just he just wants to help you literally anything, man. And it's little things like that just that just make your relationship with him grow and grow and grow, 100%. man. Percent. Like it, even when I'm driving, I'm like, which way shall I go, Jesus? And then <laughs> if I go one way, if God tells me to go one way, and there's traffic, I'm like, Jesus, like why am I this way? Like I don't understand. He could just be teaching me patience, you know? Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> I was gonna say that. So. <laughs> It is a situation, but when those moments come, and you're like, <clears throat> you know, especially with the like journey between my relationship and with God and growing and all of that. Like there'll be times where you just don't say something to God because you don't want to be told. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's a, a big part of sort of God then and God now because you know God so well that you know He'll come through once you mm. open your mouth mm. on something. So sometimes mm. you just. You just don't. Yeah. Mm. And you, you ride you ride out whatever you're doing or you try and skip along and then eventually you do get on your knees. You're like, actually, Lord, yeah. let, let me talk to you about this. <laughs> if God even lets you get that far. That's what I mean. So uh, sometimes some things be coming up in my dreams and I'm wake up in the middle of the night like, Lord, why are you giving me these nightmares? And I know exactly why, so I don't know why I'm asking the question. <laughs> So as you can imagine, we ended up talking for longer than we had anticipated, so decided to split this episode into two parts. This is the end of part one. Join us next week for the release of part two. In the meantime, have a blessed Sabbath day and a great week. Mm-hmm.